Access Bodybuilding with me, Aaron Singerman, and my co-host, IFBB Pro, Christina Voynich. Christina, what's in the news for this week? MD droppings, Jay Cutler's contracts ending, plus more in the world of signings. We also hear from Tony Freeman, Troy Alves, and Tricky Jackson on the Return of the Legends contest in Miami. The interview of the week is new IFBB Pro on win, all tonight on Access Bodybuilding. Oh, all right, Christina. Uh, let's uh, start this thing off right with the MD droppings. I know you like the droppings. It's a hell of a headline. Yes. Um, the, the, these actual these droppings, they're not uh, really new news necessarily. Um, but I want to, since a lot of people don't know, and, and I didn't necessarily know, um, we mentioned in the past Cedric McMillan was about to be done with his contract. His contract is over, and they did not renew him. Um, that's the one thing people – it's like a misunderstanding. I think people think that, that that he's dropped. And in reality, what's what's happened with Cedric McMillan is that his contract was not renewed. So there is a difference, I guess, I suppose. There is – it's like semantics. Um, we say dropped, and in reality, what it means is he wasn't renewed. Now, that uh, we've discussed before. What we didn't discuss is Jason Ha. Jason Ha has also not been renewed. His year's over, and uh, he is a free agent. Hopefully, I'll be getting him – uh, we'll have him on Access Bodybuilding, hopefully, in the, in the near future, because he just got married recently. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so uh, that would be a good one, right? That would be good. Did you know that he was no longer with MD? You know, I I thought I had heard something, um, but I, I wasn't 100% sure, because then someone just said, oh, no, I think they just decided not to re-sign him, which, like you said, there's a big difference between cutting someone's contract in the middle of a contract versus, hey, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, thank you for this last 12 months, and we're, your services are no longer needed here. You know what I mean? Right, right. I think I think that's a big uh, distinction, but uh, that's the case with Jason, and uh, Jason is a free agent. I was actually trying to think, and this is just, um, you know, I, I probably could have looked this up real quick, but Jason, huh, what, uh, what nutrition company is he with, or is he with one? I don't know. I don't think he is with one. Yeah, so he's um, he just got married. Uh, I don't think he's with a contract at all. This may be just a mistake on my part, but I don't think he's with a company at all. So, uh, although Jason didn't have the year that a lot of us expected him to have, I still think that he's going to be a, a he has a very promising pro career in the future. So, hopefully, uh, Jason will be uh, you know, hopefully we'll get him before he resigns with anybody. But I, I'm sure he'll sign with somebody in the future. Yeah, I could definitely see him doing that pretty soon. Yeah. Um, now, the next on our uh, contract list of uh, discussions for tonight is uh, Jay Cutler. Now, uh, a lot of people probably don't realize that his contract with Iovate, uh, that'll be Muscle Tech, that's the parent company for Muscle Tech, ends November 31st. And the word on the street, of course, it's nothing is official yet since it's not November 31st, is that uh, Jay and Iovate will be uh, parting ways. They'll be going their separate ways on November thirty first. That's a big. That's a big news, don't you think? That is, that is very very big news um, because he is pretty much the the face of um, Muscle Tech. So it's interesting. Well, Phil Heath, they're paying Phil Heath a lot of money, uh, and they still have Branch Warren. So they do. They are still putting out a lot of money. I, I don't know uh, the exact number, but I think it's safe to say that Jay is getting paid in the uh, upper six figures from. Uh, from I of eight. So, you know, this will be leaving. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this money. If they're going to put it back into new athletes, maybe up and coming athletes, or if this money will be reinvested into uh, athletes in another sport, or maybe if they're just saving the money altogether. I know that muscle tech is coming out with a whole new line of uh, supplements 
Uh, I don't know what, what the products are, but I know that people are going up there to Toronto to be educated on the new product line uh, right now. So um, I'm interested to see what they come out with. And I'd like to see, I hope that they're going to reinvest some of this money into bodybuilding and some of the athletes that are up and coming. Because they, as you know, we discussed before, they cut a lot of people not long ago. Hopefully, uh, they're going to take some of this big money and put it back out there. I hope so. However, I have a feeling they may take a good chunk of that and put it right back into the company. They may, because we talked about this before. When we were, when we, uh, it's been a little while, a little while now, but we talked about the um, the company Iovate in general, or Muscle Tech in general, more specifically. Was that um, I don't see a lot of their supplements selling like they used to. So I, I kind of worry about the uh, the company as far as uh, how it's doing financially. That's what I was thinking. I wonder if they're better off saving that six figures and putting it, I don't want to say to good use because as a professional athlete and as a sponsored athlete, I I think um, some people are either way overpaid when uh, 10% is overpaid, 90% is underpaid. Um, I I don't know that a lot of people make enough um, to be nearly like a full-time job. Obviously, six figures is good um, but I don't know if it would be better for them to take that money put it right back into Iovate and you know maybe bring on another smaller name right. uh, someone who'd be happy with maybe 40 grand a year 50 grand a year and to you know to some of us athletes who are like you said up and coming that's huge I mean that's that's fifty thousand dollars that's like a full-time job I you know then you can train a little bit on the side and you're fine um, so I have a feeling it may go that way I don't know that they'd put it into another big or I can't say bigger name but another you know big name um you know I would like to personally I would like to see them invest that money I mean not not that they're taking any advice from me but I would love to see them invest that money into a bunch of up-and-coming people as opposed to uh, investing it if they do decide to do it to invest it with a uh, one big name I don't know who, what big name they would get at this point you know that's what I was. That, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Maybe in a different industry, not the fitness industry, a different type of athlete. Maybe. Yeah, that that's possible. That's definitely possible, and that's something that we've heard a lot about about that company, Iovate, and other companies in general taking a lot of their advertising budget and moving it to another company. I mean, to another uh, business altogether. Taking that money, and uh, and maybe MMA guys is very popular these days, or some other sport. You know. Right. Exactly. Uh, now. As, uh, as you may know, might know, the um, MD contract for Jay Cutler is also coming up. You know, uh, Jay signed about a year ago, I think um, I think in February, maybe, or January, uh, he signed. So that'll be coming up soon. Do you want to guess if MD is going to keep Jay on or if they will um, let his contract end? Mm, I'm going to say they're going to keep him on. Well, you know, I know that Steve Blackman was, um, this is actually pretty well known, that he was um, in a bidding war for Phil Heath and that Jay Cutler, I mean, that uh, Steve was actually pocketing away, saving money in hopes of getting Phil Heath. So he didn't sign people and actually didn't re-sign people in hopes of having enough money saved up so that it wouldn't hurt him too bad to get Phil Heath away from AMI. Obviously, Phil signed with AMI for uh, another several year contract. So he didn't get it. So uh, Steve is without uh, his what he was hoping to get you know, Phil Heath. So it makes me wonder if uh, if he'll want to keep Jay more now because obviously he's not going to get Phil for a little while. Yeah, for quite a while, yeah. Quite a while. Maybe maybe I, I have a feeling that... I have a maybe, feeling, maybe not at all. No, I have a feeling that um, that Steve actually offered Phil more money than AMI and that, uh, and that he just chose to 
you know, stick with AMI. That's a possibility for sure. So I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe he'll try to get Kai Green again when his contract comes up. Oh, that that's an option. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So uh, that we're just speculating now, but it will be interesting to see come uh, January um, what happens with Jay Cutler. I, I get the uh, the inkling from talking to Jay, and that, that he, I don't think he would be even that disappointed. I think that Jay's life is heading in another direction now, uh, whether that be into uh, some sort of um, acting. Or some other uh, business projects. I think Jay is focusing away from bodybuilding now. So, well, doesn't Jay have like twenty a total of like twenty five? At, at one point, he had twenty five sponsors. Yeah, he's he's got a lot. He's got a lot, and he makes good money on his uh, on his clothing line. He makes a, a, a yeah. tremendous a tremendous um, amount on his clothing line. I know he's got uh, all kinds of investments as far as uh, real estate and businesses. He's not hurting for money, you know? Uh, no, and that, that's what I was going to say, that I know this is a big chunk of money for someone, uh, but when you have won as many shows as he has had and banked as many times as he as he has, um, you know, I, I'm sure if they are, you know, now that there's a chance that they're not going to, you know, re-sign him, um, he's put that... Um, I don't. What's the right way to say it? He's kind of made that game plan over the last year because um, I'm sure it's not just going to be oh shit, it's the end of my contract. They're not resigning me. You know, I, I guarantee you this has been in, in the talks for a while. If that's the case, sure. and he's made other arrangements because I'm sure he's not hurting for money elsewhere. He's got enough sponsors. He's got, he's his name is a brand now. Sure. Um, you know, you say Jay Cutler in the industry, you don't even have to guess. Who that is. <laughs> right, of course. It's like uh, you'll hear from Tony Freeman later on about his signing. Uh, he signed with Extreme Nutrition, which is a UK-based brand. Now, he's been without a contract for a little while. He got uh, uh, didn't get uh, re-signed from Iovate. And he also lost his weeder contract. But he knew that that was coming up. You know, He had an inkling in his mind, and you'll hear him talk about it. He, he knew that there was a good chance that he wasn't going to keep either one of these contracts when it, when it was time to renew. Um, so even even somebody like Tony, who is obviously not in the financial situation that Jay is in, he planned ahead and uh, he made things work for himself. So I'm sure Jay has done that uh, just to a greater degree because he's financially uh, more well off than just about anybody in the bodybuilding industry, competitors, I mean. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Um, now let's talk about another interesting uh, pickup. And people on the boards have been speculating left and right. Dusty Hanshaw, a, a, a great guy, um, but didn't place as well as uh, he would have hoped, and, and even that I would have hoped. And we discussed him. You know, he came on the show and gave us an audio audio quote about uh, hopefully winning, uh, getting his pro card in the super heavyweight division. He placed tenth, a very very disappointing tenth place at nationals in Miami. So it was uh, very surprising for a lot of people to find out that AMI Weeder AMI picked him up and signed him to an exclusive uh, magazine deal, media deal. So that that was like it's been uh, people have been speculating why would they do this what's going on with this how did this happen um, and uh, a lot of people I mean I, I guess a lot of people are left wondering why I don't know if maybe because he for being an amateur he has a decent fan base mm-hmm. um, and they're able to market him a little bit it's not that they have to market someone that no one really knows or nobody has a relationship with he's known for being a, a nice guy. Um, and I don't know if that might have something to do with it. There was a lot of talk on all the boards, like how, how the hell did he place 10th? However, when you look at the top five, you know, you can kind of see why he placed 10th. However, there was enough people pissed off about it that it shows that he has a decent fan base, even though he's not now, you know, in the top five at a national level. Um, and I think that the reasoning here is um, he is very heavily marketed. 
by iForce Nutrition. Um, and they are, I believe they will be sponsoring Flex Magazine and uh, AMI. So I'm sure that they worked out some sort of deal where to get uh, Dusty signed up with them. Kind of like, you know, you do this for us, we do this for you kind of deal, you know? Sure. So yeah. um, Dusty comes out as an AMI sponsored athlete. Uh, Dusty does very well financially already. And um, I, because he has, he does, he has a great store in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona that's apparently very successful. Him and his wife run this store. Uh, iForce sponsors him, heavily promotes him. So uh, I think that there is not only what, what you're saying, because he's a great guy. Everybody likes anybody who knows Dusty likes him. Uh, and like you said, he, are, he has a great following for an amateur bodybuilder, somebody who's not even a pro yet. But I think a uh, majority of the reasoning is because they they worked, Weeder AMI is working some sort of deal, obviously, with iForce Nutrition. Yeah, I could see that being a possibility. Yeah, so so people are like, how much money are they getting? You know, I don't know the facts of uh, of this thing, but I, I'm sure it's not a, the the motivation here was not to, to get Dusty Hanshaw under contract so they can pay him money. You know what I mean? It was it was like a, a package deal, I imagine. Sure, sure. You know, so they get a great guy who is has a, has a, a big fan base who, you know, may never be Mr. Olympia or anything like that, but he has got a fan base and it's not like it's a total mismatch. Uh, and then they get a, a great company, uh, iForce Nutrition as well. So it's a win for everybody. Win-win for everybody. And he, if he gets a few bucks from both sides, then that's even better for him. Absolutely. And uh, obviously, uh, we've had Dusty on the show many times. Very nice guy. So we're very happy for his success. Absolutely. Um, and that is all we got from the world of signings and droppings. Uh, for today, although uh, it's it's never ending. It seems like January is really the time where these companies' um, budgets open up. So advertising budgets open up for, for people like RX Muscle or, you know, obviously iForce may be opening up some uh, marketing budgeting uh, money. And, uh, and so when that happens, you know, the coffers open, people are uh, getting signed, they're getting dropped, and moves are being made. No, it's good. Yeah, and you never know um, which companies are looking and which ones aren't. So right. you never know. So the contest season ends, but the business of bodybuilding continues. Absolutely. <laughs> um, now, we do have one more contest. And uh, in about 10 days from now, uh, I will be back in Miami again uh, for the Return of the Legends show. Also, they're having the Bikini Pro. Um, it seems like that show, uh, something that... I wish we would have Christina Voynich in, but it's not in the plans for this year, right? It is not in the plans for this year. No, I'm, I'm hanging up my bikini uh, until next year. Well, um, it's going to be an interesting show. Now, how many girls, you know more about the bikini stuff. What's the uh, news on the bikini show? News in the bikini show, probably the um, biggest names that so far. Now, the list, I don't know if the list is officially updated because we still got a few more days. Um, but the biggest names will be Missy Coles, uh, Juliana, Danielle, um, India, Paulino. There's also uh, Bernadette Matassa from Hungary. There's Brittany Gaylord. There's uh, Kim Dikart. What's her last name? Dikart. Degar Archangelis. I'm butchering that. Um, Teresa Brine, I think. I think that's it. There's only nine girls, um, eight or nine girls signed up right now. So Diana Dahlgren not on the list? Not sure. It, she's she's on the list here. We've got Missy Coles, Diana Dahlgren, Juliana Danielle, India Paulino. Those are the biggest names. Got so it. I I don't know. It's one of those. Um, if the list doesn't get any bigger, I'll be pissed that I didn't go. But uh, <laughs> if the list doubles in the next three days, then I'll be very happy that I didn't go. What but the, uh, What's the prize money breakdown? I know for the men's, this is interesting. 
Uh, everybody competing up till 12 will be getting $5,000 at least. What is the deal with the women? I don't I don't know what it is for 100% what it is first through fifth. I do know top, I, I'm almost 100% sure that top five get paid. Um, first place is actually $10,000, mm. which as you know, for bikini girls, we're lucky if we walk away with 1500 That's Miss Olympia uh, money right there. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I placed second at a show and I didn't get anywhere near that. So um, for this is a big, huge paycheck for a, the girl who wins. So of course it's a chance to qualify, but my God, if you win this show, you walk away with 10 grand. That That's more than you would make at any other pro show. Oh. Well, um, I hope I don't go there, Christina, and walk away saying Christina should have done this show. She would have won. I fully anticipate that text message because I think every <laughs> show you go to that Mike or I do not compete in, we're waiting for that text message or Facebook message that says, damn it, you should have done the show. So I'll be waiting for my Aaron text. Yeah. Uh, that just shows it. you the confidence that I have in you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So, do we have the final list of the men? No, no, we've got no list. Uh, I wanted to mention that, that it's still not on IFBBpro.com, so I, we have no list. I've been waiting for it, and yeah, I noticed it's still not up. Um, now, these are the people that we do know are doing it. We have Darren Charles, we got Dexter Jackson, Tony Freeman, Troy Alves, Bill Wilmore, uh, Roland Krychek. I can't, I, he's the, the guy with the blonde hair that I used to always see on the covers from the magazines when I was like 13, 14, 15, in the early 90s, mid 90s guy. He's making a return. Andreas Kaling is making a return. Supposedly, Samir Banu will be there competing. Uh, Gary Stridham. Uh, it's a it's a, a nice long list. Obviously, one of the cool things is that they'll be getting all the Mr. Olympias back together. We'll have Larry Scott there. We'll have uh, Lee Haney, uh, Dorian Yates, Ronnie Coleman. All the Mr. Olympias. I think I think almost every one of them minus Arnold. Maybe every one of them minus Arnold will be there at the show. So well, that's very neat that they'll be up all up on stage. And uh, I gotta say, my biggest fear for this show, Christina. Maybe I should even say this, but my biggest fear for this show is that th- there will be a, a very small audience, and that it'll be like it'll it'll make me sad to see all these guys on stage and like 300 people in the audience that like upset me honestly yeah i know we talked a little bit about that before you know wanting to make sure that she has this show next year um so i i hope that the they have advertised it enough down there in miami there are enough fans around that want to come see it and that they'll pay money to come see the show um because it would like you said it would be unfortunate to see all these these icons if you will um come together and then nobody show up it would make me sad for the state of the sport that that we could have a, a you know a lineup of people that are that are being honored on stage and uh, like that you know that, that's a historic moment basically for bodybuilding to have um only you know a few hundred people in the audience I, and you know i have no basis for being concerned about that only just a concern at any pro show when it's a new show you know um and the ticket, like we said the tickets are relatively uh you know pricey because the venue is pricey and i'm sure she's going to put on a good show but that that does concern me a little bit. Now, um, the uh, we talk. I talked to a bunch of these guys, and uh, unfortunately, uh, Dexter. You know, we record the show at a certain time, and Dexter's was ready to do it, but it's a little too late. So we got no Dexter Jackson. Obviously, it's easy, safe to say that Dexter Jackson is the front runner for this show. I don't think that's uh, going too far out on a limb, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now we got a few guys that are that are coming in shooting for Dexter, uh, namely uh, Troy Alves is is putting all his. Uh, He's, he is looking at this, and this is the way to look at it, I guess, for Troy. This is the biggest contest of his life, right? Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. If you look at it that way, because this is an opportunity. First place gets $100,000, and he knows, Troy knows, this will be the first time in his career to stand next to, in a call-out, 
Dexter Jackson and Tony Freeman. He's never had this. He's never known before that. Assuming, I mean, assuming there's no disaster for any of these three guys, they'll be in the first call out, and Troy will have an opportunity to stand right next to Dexter Jackson and Tony Freeman. I was going to say it's it's one of those things that you um, sometimes hope to be up against some big name guys. That way, you have the opportunity to stand next to them um, at the Olympia at the Arnold. Unfortunately, it's one of those things that you're not going to be in that call out, um, so you're not going to know necessarily how you compare to these other guys. But here. There's a absolute chance that he will get in the same call out and he'll be able to stand next to these guys and maybe get some comparisons that judges have never seen before. And it could make him stand out and put him in the spotlight just a little bit more than he has been. Right. Absolutely. I know that, like, uh, if you were to ask uh, your boyfriend, if you're asked Mike Libertori and you said, you know, wouldn't you love to have an opportunity to be compared to uh, Dexter Jackson to stand right next to him? He would love that. If not, uh, if not to try to beat him, but even just to be able to look at these pictures and have a, a record, a video record, pictures say, look, this is what I need to do to be, you know, one of the very best guys in the world. That that's very true, and we've talked about that before. I think anyone hopes to be um, in a call out with the top five people in your respective division, just because you want to see realistically how you compare, and like you said, what you have to do to get to that level. So this is a good chance for him. Hydrolyze Ultra, the leader in cellular hydration water. Hydrolyze Ultra water has been designed by shrinking and reshaping molecules to allow a faster and more sustained delivery into your cells. Our cellular water has gone through a magnetism and laser treatment process, along with adding electrolytes to our special ingredients. This allows all nutrients to be absorbed at a maximum cellular state. By using Hydrolyze Ultra, all nutrients, supplements, and carbohydrates you consume will be absorbed at a greater rate. Lactic acid gets flushed faster, and you'll feel fully hydrated. Get the advantage that top athletes have achieved. Try Hydrolyze Ultra today. Visit HydrolyzeUltra.com. That's HydrolyzeUltra.com. Are you tired all day, not making the gains you like? Are you taking a long time to recuperate from your workouts? Then you may be suffering from sleep apnea and not even know it. Sleep apnea affects over 68% of athletes and it may be interfering with your performance. WinningEdgeSleep.com was developed by IFBB pro athlete Dr. Derling Castro to help athletes find out if they have this problem and how to fix it. WinningEdgeSleep.com because sleep is the most anabolic agent there is. WinningEdgeSleep.com. Visit them today. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet, and exercise, up to the minute news, and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q and A's with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows, including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours, and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, Rx Muscle Place. Visit RxMuscle.com. All right, Christina, we got a lot of quotes here uh, today. We got, uh, I think I got uh, 12 quotes or something, maybe 10 quotes. Um, so let's uh, let's run through these things. And uh, I'm going to start out with Troy Alves. And the very first quote we have is, how did Troy hear about the show and how did he decide to do it? Here's Troy Alves. I heard about it earlier in the year. That's a good question. But I, I, I planned on that show right from the onset. I knew I wanted to do something to qualify for the Olympia. And um, my mind was set at an early stage. The only question was whether it was going to be, it was it was going to be or not. And so, and when I found out that it was 100 percent in, to me that was my Mr. Olympia right there. That's the show I was geared up for more than any show this year. All right, Christina, I asked Troy, 
do you think that you're a legend? You know, this is an interesting thing is that the show is Return of the Legends. Obviously, the show didn't turn out exactly maybe the way that uh, Jarka originally planned. But I had to ask Troy, you know, are you a legend? And here's what Troy had to say. Uh, it's funny that you ask that question. I never saw myself or think of myself that way. But, you know, when I go overseas, I hear these young athletes, you know, that's where they consider me a legend. And that's mind-boggling to me because I think of legends such as the guys of the past, the Frank Zanes, the Lee Haney's, the guy Samir Bonos, you know, and then the present guys that I was able to see early was Sean Ray and the Kim Larones. You know, that's kind of legendary status to me. And to throw my name out there and be referred to that is mind-boggling. I, I, I think it's amazing, but I, that's my goal is to get to legendary status. I want to show something different at an older age that has never been done before. So that that's my excitement, and I think that's what I hope to go down in history as someone that did more as he got older than he was in his prime. So called prime. The question... Uh... I asked pretty much all these guys, minus maybe Tony. I don't think I asked Tony. But I said, how big a factor is the money? Because okay. just like we talked with me and you about the bikini prize money, this is um, for a $100,000 first place prize. This is huge money. You know, This is Arnold Classic, Mr. Olympia money practically. You know what I mean? It's up there. Yeah, you're not going to see this um, outside of the two biggest shows. Right. Somebody like we talked about, somebody like Troy Alves, this is the first time he can realistically think he's got a shot. Maybe not a great shot, but he's got a shot for sure to take home a $100,000 grand prize. Right. So, uh, Troy, I asked him, how big a factor is the money? Um, money is, is always going to be a factor, and, and, and not necessarily, because as, as we know, the smaller shows don't even make that much. But at the same time, when you got an opportunity for $100,000, that's a big opportunity that you can't pass up and that you know you have a legitimate shot to win. So, yeah, it definitely played a role, but also I was excited about the opportunity to go against legends. You know, I didn't know who was going to be in there at the time when I decided to do it, but I was looking forward to that chance to just be on stage with these people that I've always respected. And uh, and that, that was one of the big factor in it, too. Next on our list for Troy was, I asked him, how do you think you will fare? Um, you know, honestly, give us a prediction. How will Troy Alves do at this show in Miami? Here's what he had to say. Uh, the difference is... I didn't sacrifice my aesthetics, my lines in any way, shape, or form. Actually, I enhanced them. And so I think that you'll see more of an aesthetic bodybuilder because it'll be just a more complete package. As far as I've put a little bit more growth on the quads, so I got more sweep coming from the front and back. I got overall better conditioning in the glutes and hamstrings, and I got more quality, dense muscle that's going to be all over my frame. It's not in any particular spot. It's all over. So I think that's what's going to jump out on stage and I did not sacrifice the graininess at all. I think it actually looks grainier than it was previously. So it's going to be just like a new body that they're going to see. And I truly, my mind is 100% on winning. I don't I don't see anything else. I'm going for the win. Plain and simple. Well, he is set on winning. That's it. So you, you, think, you think it could happen? I think that he's got a probably like a, um, I don't know, I guess he's got a shot. I don't want to. I want. I was about to say one in three shot, but I don't know if that's accurate. But he's got. He's got a shot. You know. Uh, obviously, Dexter's the heavy favorite. Tony would be second, and then Troy is uh, is third. You know. So um, I guess I'd say he's got a shot. You know, maybe a slim shot, but he's got a shot. If Troy comes in the best Troy we've ever seen, and Dexter's a little off, and Tony is holding uh, water and fat in his glutes and, and, and hamstrings and bat, lower back, he could do it. I, it is possible. I don't know. I don't know if he could win it. I hope I hope 
it is. It, I, I hope he gives him a run for his money. I hope it's like, oh wow, look at how he 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 came in. Like I want it to be a. If he wins, I want it to be this like, holy shit, I can't believe he won. Yeah. Um, which is in a good way, not like I can't believe he seriously just won. But um, I, I <laughs> hope that he. I hope that he looks that great that it's like, wow, like he really came around for this one and he, you know, snagged it big time. Yeah, that's an important distinction. Like, oh man, I can't believe he won is the big difference between. Oh man, he can't like, believe like, he won. Like I can't believe he won. Like no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I love him. He's great. He's he's such a nice guy. <laughs> uh, it's it's tough, you know. I, I like I like Dexter. Dexter and I are cool, and I met Troy this year, so it's it's tough. But um, I hope they give each other a run for their money, so they can really, you know, uh, get, hit some hit some poses possibly in a pose down together, which would be fun to see. All right. Uh, next on our list is our uh, our I guess. Our second uh, favorite behind Dexter, the runner-up, uh, the best chance to make runner-up would be Tony Freeman. And I asked Tony how he heard about the show and how he decided to do it. Here's what Tony had to say. When I first heard about the Legends show, it was at the 2010 Nationals in Atlanta. Um, Dexter came up to me in the club we were at and uh, told me that they, you know, they're having a, a Masters championship next year and they would give away a hundred grand first prize. So instantly, me and him was like looking at each other, like it's me and you, player. So um, from that moment, you know, I knew that's the show that I was gunning for. Um, you know, to do to be my ultimate best, it was the furthest away. Plus, I had a lot of work to do in between. Um, so I decided to diet basically for the whole year. So I basically started dieting right after Christmas dinner, and uh, went all the way until I'll go probably until. Uh, I usually stay on my diet like four or five days after the show, just so the rebound won't be so horrible. So I'll kind of be on there till about the 18th, and then I can enjoy Christmas. But um, the main thing about doing this show is um, just being on stage, you know, with all those legends in the building, whether they compete or not. Um, the show that's you know, I don't really consider myself a legend. I don't even really know what that means as far as myself is concerned. But to be, uh, you know, thought of as one, you know, I've been doing it 23 years. I guess it takes time to become a legend. So I have put in my time. Um, I'm not finished yet. So that's kind of why I'm waiting on to see what my legacy really holds. But uh, hopefully this show will, you know, turn out my way. I know it's going to be a tough battle between Dexter and me and Troy and Ed. And uh, I think Bill Wilmore is going to be, you know, in the in the mix as well, and and the rest of the guys too. I'm just going by the guys that I've seen lately. I can't really call it on the guy that you know I haven't seen on stage in forever. I'm sure Gary Stratton will be in shape, but um, just looking forward to it. Can't wait to get to Miami. Love Miami, and uh, that's pretty much it. All right, so um, Tony obviously made this decision very early. Now, some exciting news in Tony's recent. Uh, uh, well, I guess this was just a few days ago. He signed with Extreme Nutrition in the UK, and I mentioned this earlier on in the show. I wanted to give Tony an opportunity to tell us a little about this company and how he met these, these guys, and I guess kind of like what it's like to be working for a company that'll be uh, located not in the uh, US. So here's Tony. Yeah, I just recently signed with uh, Extreme Nutrition UK. Um, Doug Black over there, we met in, um, believe it or not, in Sweden, uh, doing a gas, 
distributor meeting. I was there with the owners, and uh, and we met me and Doug met. We hit it off, sharing info. But uh, I worked for him at the Body Power last year in his booth. Uh, we made a deal with him to, to carry my product, Xpain. So I, I worked in his booth selling Xpain, and it worked out pretty good. So I made him my uh, uh, UK distributor, and the relationship just grown from, grew from there. But uh, he invited me to come over to to, uh, to the UK earlier in the year to do seminars. So we went over there and did four seminars. They all really went really well. Introduced Xpain to everybody, and um, and then they rebooked me again for. October to do four more. So I went and did four more and that turned out really well. And I actually got five more books for the spring. It's kind of crazy. But um, I just, I really, I'm the one I like the products. Um, They're kind of, they're kind of cut and dry, you know, straight up products, not really, you know, a bunch of hype. It's just good nutrition, good solid nutrition. They're put together well. Uh, the proteins taste well, good. The fat burner gets you really warm. It doesn't rev you like crazy. Um, the, the, the pre-workout is a non-stimulant, free, crazy, crazy pumps. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really digging the line. And uh, Doug gave me an opportunity to be not only the endorsed athlete, but to uh, form a partnership with him and Extreme and um so i'm looking to bring extreme over to the u.s bring the brand over here to the u.s eventually and uh it should be it should be really really good i think it's going to be a good combination you know i wanted to get with another supplement company but you know i didn't want anything to overshadow x pain or or get in the way of me marketing my company so the fact that he actually is my distributor makes it kind of a no-brainer with that situation and uh so it was working out pretty good. So Tony last year had uh, an incredibly busy year. Uh, you know, he's got his X pain. He's done tons of shows, more shows than ever. And I asked Tony, like, you know, what is it like to be this busy? You know, with flying all over the place and doing show after show. And uh, how does he keep on training and, and staying on a diet during this time? So here's Tony. Uh, this year was my busiest um, travel year, busiest competitive year, business busiest business year ever um it's kind of amazing you know this time last year i knew my contract with muscle tech and uh and weeder was was about to be over and i really didn't know what i was going to do i mean I always kind of instead of me sitting around wondering what am i going to do next or how am i going to work out this situation i just keep moving forward and you know, you put one thing with another thing and another thing happens. And, you know, that's kind of what I did this year. And um, it worked out really well that way. Uh, you know, x took off really well. Um, signed with um, Extreme. Uh, I got the product all over the world. I mean, I got the miles to prove it. But um, the main thing you do when you're traveling like this and you're competing like this you kind of got to have a plan or you kind of got to know your body number one. So I kind of, I was still in the learning process too, because like I said, I never flown 17 and a half hours. I did that twice. I did, did that to uh, Mumbai and to uh, Cape Town. So those are two 24 hour 
in the air one way flight that I did um, pretty much back to back. But um, you know, I, this whole year I pretty much kept my diet clean. You know, I had cheat meals here and there. But even when I cheated, I, I was strategically using foods that weren't really bad. They just weren't a part of my normal diet regimen. So it, it was like positive cheating, I guess you would call it. I wouldn't I wouldn't go and having pizzas and donuts and crap like that. It would be more um, healthy cheats. So that helped a lot. Um, doing cardio um, the whole year, that helped a lot. But it's just knowing that you have, um, you know, a big job or a big task ahead of you and preparing yourself mentally and physically and then just executing. That's pretty much how you do it. There's really no other way. If you sit there and plan it and try to write everything down, you know, half, you're going to end up scratching it out and starting over again. So you might as well just, you know, by the time you figure out how to do it, you'll be, you'll be done with it. And that's just how I go about most of my um, projects. I can only say wow to 150,000 frequent flyer miles. miles. I don't know anyone else that has that uh, that many. No, in a year, that's that's crazy. I uh, My frequent flyer miles, including India and everything else, I had 40,000 miles this year. And I was very impressed with 40,000. That breaks last year was only 31,000. So I in my last two years, which I feel like I've been traveling a lot, I'm not even half to what Tony Freeman is. That's true. I know I know he travels a lot um, internationally. You know, the last time uh, Michael and I talked to him, he was saying he was going, you know, to Spain and then it was to South America and then it was to the, you know, uh, somewhere else in Europe. And it's like, oh, my God, he even at, this was at the um, was it at, was it at Dallas? I think we were talking to him about that and maybe yeah. a little bit at the at the Olympia, too. Um, it's that was just. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're able to look as amazing as you do with as, how often as you travel. It's pretty unbelievable. There's definitely got to be like a science to to uh, to doing that. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's mastered it by now if he's been doing it long enough. He says, he says know your body. And I guess that's the key. I, you know, I guess you have to know how you're going to respond to these things after uh, doing it this much. I guess you figure it out. True. Um, now, the smallest big man on our uh, on our list and the only 212 or 202 guy to uh, compete in the Masters show is Tricky Jackson. And um, I was excited to see that Tricky was doing the show. And uh, it'll be very interesting. You, you saw how he looked in Iowa. Very impressive in Iowa. Yeah, it looked great. Um, I was, I was, he, he won pretty handily in Iowa. And I think that he, that may have been the best Tricky Jackson that I had ever seen up close on stage like that. So, um, you know, you never know. I mean, Tricky is uh, optimistic about the show. Obviously, he's realistic in the fact that he doesn't think he's going to win, but uh, he is optimistic in, in how he thinks he'll do. And I'm going to. We started off by asking him why he decided to do this show and how did it come about. So here's Tricky. Yeah, um, I can't remember exactly when it was that I heard about this show, but I mean, I want to say it was announced back in, um, you know, February, March, somewhere in the early part of the year. As soon as I heard about this show. Um, I immediately contacted the promoter and started, um, um, for lack of better words, I really started kind of bugging her about getting an invite in, into the show. And, um, you know, originally she was really pushing to try to get a lot of the, uh, the old timers and some of the legends from the past. And I think that once, um, she saw that she was only going to be able to get a handful of those guys and she kind of opened it up to some of the, uh, current crop of uh, over 40 guys that have been competing that was um, my foot in the door to um, to um, to get the invite um, 
So I started, uh, as soon as I heard about it, I almost laughed and was announced, trying to get the invite to the show. Um, and I'm very excited that I actually got the, the invite and the opportunity. I am the only guy from the uh, 202, now 212, um, that will be representing that division uh, in this event. So um, hopefully I'll go in there and, uh, and uh, represent the, the smaller athletes and give it some, you know, be proud of what I package I bring in there. So... Tricky, like we said, is, is not uh, shooting for first place, although I'm sure he would love to get first place. Uh, it, being that the prize money is so large and that 12th through 5th is getting $5,000, I know that that has got to be a motivating factor for Tricky, for anybody, you know what I mean? If you know you're going in and you're going to make $5,000, that's got to be a pretty big motivation to do the show, wouldn't you imagine? Well, yeah, even if you place, you know, what what is it that places? 12th. Yeah, even if you place 12th, you're even, you're getting five grand. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's guaranteed to be there, my goodness. So, um, yeah, to walk away with minimum $5,000, I think you're doing okay. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. So I asked Tricky, how big a factor did uh, the dollars play into this whole decision? And uh, here's Tricky. Yeah, I think that it's um, an awesome opportunity in particular with uh, you know, the prize money that Yarker is giving away. Um, you know, for me in particular, this could be potentially the largest payday that I might see in my career. Um, you know, at current, the 202 or 212 showdown, even the top purse there is uh, roughly about 12 grand. Um, and then it trickles down from there. But, um, you know, I could theoretically walk away with five grand cracking that top 12. Um, and then if I can um, reach my goal of making it into that top four, I can walk away with fifteen, twenty grand. And um, in addition to that, with the with uh, the five thousand dollars you're giving for um, the best poser award, um, you can believe that I'm going to bring in a rocking routine and uh, do my best to try to win that as well. And I think I've got a good history for um, bringing a, a great poser routine. So. Um, you know, I, again, I think it's a great opportunity that she's presented out there for the 40 and over guys. And, um, you know, we, we I'm sure all of us, I can speak for all of us when we say we thank her for giving us this opportunity. So I mentioned to Christina, we both saw him in Iowa. You competed in Iowa. I covered the show. Actually, we both competed in Iowa, and I covered the show. And uh, Tricky was really good. I mean, he was phenomenal uh, at that show. His condition was spot on. And I wanted to know, what's the difference we're going to see between that package, which arguably was the best ever and what he's going to be bringing in Miami. How much better can you get, you know? Yeah. So here's tricky. Um, you know, my conditioning has a, 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 a history shown. Normally I get better with each outing. Um, you know, I thought my conditioning was spot on at the Olympia. Um, and I actually feel like I could have been a little bit fuller. Um, so for that Iowa show, my goal was to match the conditioning and come in, come in a little bit fuller. I was actually six pounds heavier at that show, um, I had a lot of feedback from a lot of people that have followed me over the years, and they thought that was the best package I brought to date. Um, so my goal for this show is to do the same thing, to match the conditioning and still I feel like I can be a little bit fuller um, because my metabolism right now is so fast that it allows me to eat more food without putting on body fat. And, um, you know, I like to compare my physique kind of to um, uh, Lila Brada, uh, obviously a couple of shades darker, but, <laughs> but um, you know, I'm going to bring aesthetics, I'm going to bring conditioning, and, um, you know, there's no pressure on me for this event. 
Uh, a lot of people think that, um, you know, well, Tricky's too small to stand next to these guys. But, you know, it's not it's not one, it's not a big man show. All the athletes in this show pretty much are aesthetically pleasing physiques. And that fits, that works perfect for me because I have aesthetic physique. And I'm consistent with my conditioning. A couple of the guys in the show are kind of up and down with their conditioning. So if, um, you know, not to mention any names, but if a couple of these guys come in here, 95%, um, they're going to be uh, highly upset because I plan on coming in 110% with my conditioning. And uh, hopefully the judges will see that and reward me. And um, I'll be able to make that goal of uh, cracking that top five. So Christina Tricky says, if any of these guys, if you can catch any of these guys slipping, they're going to be highly disappointed because he's coming in ripped, shredded, peeled, and ready. Ripped, shredded, peeled, and ready. I think that's how he usually comes in, but yeah. uh, probably more so than ever this time. Uh, he's got like like we said about Trails. This is this is an opportunity for him. You know, if he can if he can crack fourth place. You know, he's walking away with the same money that he would be winning, uh, more money than he'd be winning Mr. Olympia, you know? so mm, Good point. I didn't think about that. Yes. Yeah, so in reality, we said this is Troy Alves, Mr. Olympia. It, it's Tricky Jackson's Mr. Olympia, too. And all he's got to do to win Mr. Olympia is crack uh, the top four. If he gets fourth place, it's better than he would have gotten. I think it's 12000 for the uh, two oh, I guess 212 showdown now, unless the prize money changes for next year. And it's 15000 here for fourth place. So, you know. That's a good goal. Fourth place would be a big win for him. Oh, that'd be huge, yeah. So um, we'll be watching out. Edge of our seats to see how these guys end up looking. Yes, ma'am. Now, the next, uh, we're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we'll have an interview with the, the one of the newest IFE pros, the heavyweight winner, On Wen. Uh, and he's got a very interesting story. You know, when I talked to On, um, I, I basically realized I don't know anything about him, like at all. Um, mm-hmm. Other than he lives in California, uh, and he's—I've seen some videos with him training with Charles Glass, but I don't know anything about the guy. I didn't know how old he was, and I know nothing about him. What do you know about him? I know nothing about him. Exactly. So, I, what, who's better to have on the radio for the interview of the week than somebody who's got? We a know nothing story about. That we know nothing <laughs> about. And so, if I know nothing about him, and you know nothing about him, chances are you guys listening know nothing also. And he actually has a very interesting story. You know, he is—he is. He is Maybe, and I mentioned this in the interview, he is Vietnamese, uh, Vietnamese descent. I told him, I said, you may be the most muscular Vietnamese person uh, on the planet. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think about <laughs> like, I, I, seriously, like, have, can you think of anybody, like an actor, an athlete, that's more muscular? He was 225 or 224 when he weighed in um, at 5'8". Is there a more muscular Vietnamese person on the planet? I don't think so. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine. So, um you know, the other IFBB pro, and he mentions this during the interview, Eric Bowie is also a Vietnamese, but he's like 5'2", 160, 170. So, uh, I don't, Not quite as big. No, I don't think so. I can't think of another heavyweight. And I imagine when he goes, gets his, uh, actually gets on stage as a pro, he might even be a super heavyweight as a, uh, or of course it doesn't matter at that point, but he might be above 225, I'd imagine, uh, at 5'8", Vietnamese. Very interesting. We may get some uh, comments and, and emails uh, in anger some Vietnamese guy out there who's, you know, bigger and better. So if you're I out love there, it. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, we want to find it. We want to find out. <laughs> if you're a bigger Vietnamese guy than, than uh, on, you send us some pictures and some information because I don't believe it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Christina, next up is on when very interesting interview. He is up. He has literally put everything he has into bodybuilding. And I'm glad to say that he uh, obviously so far has come out a winner. Um, now, Christina, as always, people can reach us if they want to email us with any 
feedback or questions or anything else, they can reach you at C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A at rxmuscle.com. Or as always, they can reach me at Jubacca, J-U-B-A-C-C-A at rxmuscle.com. And Christina, uh, for this week, uh, me and you are done. That does it. And I'm going on a cruise this weekend. I'm leaving Thursday for a cruise. And this weekend is the bros versus pros yep. here in the Chi-Town. So uh, Mike and I will be heading out to there. So if you're in the Chicago area, come out to Jacked Gym in Montgomery, Illinois. Yes, I know it's a little far of a drive, but you can make it. Um, we'll be at Jacked Hardcore Gym. Super sweet, awesome gym. We're going to have fun. So, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you got some uh, excitement, and I've got... Uh, some fun, and uh, you could check out. Obviously, you could check out all the coverage of if you can't make it to uh, to Montgomery, Illinois, for the show uh, for the Jacked Jim Bros versus Pros. I think this is number nine now. It's really uh, yeah, I think so. Um, and this is actually I haven't. What, I think, no, I missed another one earlier on, but this may be one of the only ones I missed. But I'm missing it to go on a cruise to Mexico, so that's okay. I'll, I'll forgive you. You know, some people have asked. No, Michael and I are not competing as pros. In the bros versus pros. He did the we first are. one. He's actually been the pro and he lost. Yes, I know. To Jeff, the producer. And he'll Jeff never do it again now. No, no, he won't. He won't. So, and, and I'm worried that, you know, I, that, that I'd, I'd screw up or something just, just because of that. So, um, we are not competing. However, we will be helping out with coverage for it. So, yeah, there's sure. there's the answer. Good. I'm sure, I'm sure Dave will put you guys to use. That's for sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that is it for this week, Christina. Uh, next time we do the show, I'll uh, have a, a better tan and you can tell us all about uh, Bros. Perfect. Next week. All right. Thank you, Christina. Peace out. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet and exercise, up to the minute news and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q&As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows, including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, RX Muscle Place. Visit RxMuscle.com. Welcome back to Access Bodybuilding. And our interview of the week is the new IFBB Pro and the winner of the heavyweight class at Nationals in Miami uh, just a few weekends ago is An Wen. An, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be on the show. Yes. Um, now, I, I just uh, before we started, I was just say, telling you that uh, that I really don't know much about you, and I, and I imagine that most of the listeners um, this will be their first kind of introduction to you and a little bit about your life and everything. So I'd like to start with with the basics. Uh, how old are you, and uh, how did you originally get into bodybuilding in the first place? Um, right now, I'm 26, um, which is fairly young for bodybuilding. Okay, very young pro. for IFBB yeah. Pro. Very very young. Um, the way I got started was because of sport. I've been working out since I was 12 for sport. Realized I was gaining all this uh, quality size, and you know it sparked interest. And then, um, and then from there, on, did you realize uh, early on when you were training that that you were gaining muscle faster than other people, like the other kids? uh, People noticed, and I noticed it, and uh, they joked around about it, Um, but. you know, I was a little bit taller, a little bit more built than most people, but, you know, I never um, understood, knew anything about bodybuilding. It was just working out just for sport. Right. What sports did you play? Um, it was middle school. I did a little bit of wrestling and uh, basketball, and then college, at high school, I went uh, 
went from sophomore to senior year, I played football. So that was when I decided. Um, I actually went from 130 freshman year to 190 senior year. Wow. And how tall are you? Um, I'm 5'8". Five 5'8". Eight. Five eight. Okay. Um, and so how did that transition from football into bodybuilding? Well, what happened was after college, I mean high school, I went to college, and um, I was thinking about playing college ball, and uh, I was like, you know what, college ball is going to be fun, but what's going to happen, you know, down the road if I have an injury or, you know, um, nothing happens. It's going to be fun and games, but for bodybuilding, that's like a fresh start, and um, it paid off because, you know, I'm a professional. Yeah. So did you, when you, when you first started looking into bodybuilding, uh, I mean, who, who told you like that you would be good at it or is it just something that you would, in college, you just started doing because you hadn't, you weren't playing sports anymore? Well, I was in the gym the whole time, uh, just training and, you know, people said, oh, you, you know, you should do bodybuilding just in general, um, just, you know, people, but um, nobody really like really helped me out, helped me. Mm-hmm. They just like, they just tell me, oh, you know, uh, you have potential, you look great. But that was that. So um, I decided to do a show, and, uh, um, you know, I did it. And then out of nowhere, you know, it hit me. You know, I just did a show every uh, from 19 to now. So, uh, What was the first show you did, and how did you do? Um, first show was... Um, IMBA, uh, I think it was Silver and Black Classic, oh. Oakland, something okay. like that. Um, got first in my team division, but I was the only one. But the crowd actually went pretty crazy when they found out I was a teenager. So it was, that was pretty, you know, exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, after you, after that, you kind of got like bit by the bug, kind of. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, I got the bug, and uh, I saw how much game, you know. I saw the gains I was making um, when I started doing bodybuilding. I was like, "Wow, this is this is so much easier when you actually had a goal in mind." And you know, my goal was always to better my physique and better myself. And bodybuilding was the way to go for me. At what point did you uh, did you take a look at your future in bodybuilding and, and decide that one day you wanted to be a pro? Um, it was it's kind of funny. Um, so this is like my seventh year. First five years, I did everything by myself for the first five years. Right. Uh, people offered to help, um, but nobody really sat down to help me. And um, you know, I did a little local show like Orange County, Contra Costa, many times, stuff like that. You know, hoping that I would do well, improve, improve, which I have. But then um, last year. I finally worked with a dietitian for the first time, and um, that, which was Ted Inyos, the diet coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got first at the Cal in the light heavy and runner up for overall, and then went to the national level and got um, at the USA and got fourth, my first uh, pro qualifier, for, for my, and my first pro qualifier. So, and this year, I actually moved to Venice and worked with Dave Kalik and Charles Glass and um, got uh, second, move up the class to heavyweight, got second at the USA, and then uh, turned pro at the national. 
So. Wow, pretty pretty cool, man. That's pretty pretty <laughs> unbelievable, huh? At 26 yeah, years old, like, too. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, you know, what if I had a dietitian from the start, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know. What are your What does your family and your and your folks think of all this? Um, at first, my mom and dad didn't really understand it, but they saw how um, how how this made me happy and how how I was so into it. Right. You know, they were they were supportive because of that. And uh, my wife, she's very supportive of that too. Um, you know, she uh, she gives she gives me my space, which is uh, uh, which is what I uh, you know really need. But uh, other than that, I do all the cooking and everything. So, but uh, in laws are very supportive; they're very helpful. So, they, they, um, both both sides of the family they try to help me as much as possible. So, um, I'm very grateful for that. What did you uh, What did you go to school for? I went to Fresno State. Um, I got my degree in kinesiology, okay. exercise science. Okay. So, so it's uh, you. You've always. I mean, even back then, you knew you were interested in working out one way or another. I mean, you you, you focused your degree on it. Yeah. Well, what happened was uh, um, I actually uh, went towards film engineering, but never pursued it. And then that's in the transition of beginning of college. I, you know, I kind of like kind of got into bodybuilding. So that's how I kind of went toward kinesiology and uh, made that transition. So, um, is uh, did your parents really want you to be an engineer? Uh, they wanted me to be, uh, you know, something to can brag about. <laughs> right, right. So, of course. <laughs> So, but you know, they're just happy that you know they're happy for me, and but you know they're happy that I got my college degree, so I'm done with school. So they're very happy with that. What uh, what nationality are you? Um, I'm Vietnamese. And, so. and education is very important to like your parents and your family, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I come from I come from a Jewish family, so it's kind of similar. And education is very important. So my parents would have loved for me to go back and finish my degree. So I'm sure your parents are at least happy about that. You know. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, do you, what do you do for work now? I mean, before you, uh, obviously now that you're a pro, I know your, your goals are probably changing, but what have you been doing for work? Um, when I was in Fresno, I was a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, finished, um, I finished school. I was, uh, I was going to school, competing, uh, personal training. And then I got married, became a husband and had two kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I had a low, yeah. So I have a daughter, which is three, and a, and a daughter, which is one right now. Um, but then beginning of the year, I moved to uh, L.A. Um, actually by myself. My wife is actually in my Arizona with the in-laws. They're really helping out a lot. Mm-hmm. This was actually supposed to be my, my year off, and um, I was supposed to go to Yuma just to save up money because we wanted to move out of Fresno. But I, at the last moment, I was like, that, you know, let me see what happens in LA. And I was a trainer for a month, but once I started my diet, I kind of had to stop because I was working for a corporate a gym. Mm-hmm. So um, then, but I saved enough money um, from Fresno, being a trainer um, for the USA, which, uh, um, which uh, you know, was was fine and everything, but for the national, I should have to uh, ask my parent for a little loan. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Well, I guess my first sponsor, I should say. Right. That's good. That's good. That's a good sponsor to have. So they they believed in you and your your dream enough to to make it uh, possible, basically. Yeah, they. uh, It's funny. It's uh, even through. uh, No matter how much excitement I tell my mom, she just said, "Oh, as long as you're happy." (laughs) So. That's good. Well, they, they obviously are very supportive. You're lucky you have uh, really great parents. And um, I mean, because that, obviously without them, it would have been really difficult to make this happen, at least this year, right? Oh, yeah. If it, if it, was, if it wasn't for the help, I would have probably had to quit a long time ago or continue this path uh, down the road when I, uh, you know, established something. But uh, I'm just glad, you know, uh, I'm, you know um, that everything worked out the way it did, so... Um, now let's talk a little bit about your, uh, your future plans, um, with, with, as far as bodybuilding goes, do you have a, a show picked out for the future for your debut or, or what are your thoughts? That's my number one question right now. Of and, course. Um, everybody asks that. I know. <laughs> right now I really don't have anything in mind. Um, I'm thinking about something in August. Um, as you notice, I grew into my, I've been growing to my show. You will say I put on size, um, and then for international, I put on size. So right now, I think uh, I'm going to take a little time off, just cruise, train a little light, and then start training hard. You know, a few off, you know, a few months off season, and then you know, four months of really intense training to grow into my show somewhere in August. So we'll see what happens. though, but um, will you? I stay? really haven't got planned. Okay. I'll go on. Will you stay in uh, Venice, or are you going to move back to Fresno, or what's the plan with that? Uh, I think L.A. is a spot for me. Um, I live in, I actually train in Venice, but I live in L.A. by uh, Westchester, mm-hmm. by LAX. Right. So I think that's a spot. Charles, uh, Charles Glass training me really uh, improved my um, uh, physique, and, uh, you know, just having him training me is like a dream come true. Um, and Dave Kalik, uh, um, he's my dietitian, and the reason why I went with him is because he's local and he could see and modify me uh, when he needs needs to. And it, you know, it, that because of that, you know, less a lot of stress is eliminated. Right, of so. course. What is Charles? When you go train with Charles, what is the differences between if you were training alone back in Fresno and training with Charles? Um. My intensity level here is actually like two, three times more intense. I thought I was training pretty hardcore and, uh, in uh, uh, Fresno, which I believe I was, but um, it's, uh, it's not the same as here. You know, just walking into this gym, you, you know, Venice gym, you, you know, your energy just bump up another 50%. But uh, Jim with Charles is, um, it's been amazing. He pushes you, you know, I, you know, you, you probably see it in some of the videos. I almost like give up, but you know, or collapse during my last few reps. But you know, that, and that's what you want, you know, to uh, push yourself to the max. Yeah, it's hard to do that so, by yourself, huh? But yeah, by yourself, you tend to give up. I think for the USA last year, I was so burned out. Um, that I, for the last month I was just training 30 minutes a day um, and that flattened me out pretty bad and you know um, I didn't even want to be in the gym sure. but here in Venice just 
for USA and national, especially for national, uh, I was I was pushing myself, you know, um, pretty hard, and I'm um, having having people, you know, people see me slack. They're like, uh, you know, like what you doing, you know, like uh, you think. Uh, uh, your wife would, uh, you know, your wife being in Arizona would like you slacking off right now. So, you know, I think it's any way to push me, you know. Right, right, right. That's 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 good. That's good. That, <laughs> that, that, that uh, I'm sure that helps uh, motivate you to, to give your best. Now, what is what is it like? I mean, you got two daughters that are three and three and one. You said right. Yes. How does that come into play? I mean, um, that's got to be difficult being away from your your daughters like this i mean how does that come into play when you're dieting and your prep uh it's uh, very difficult at the same time it's uh it makes things a little easier uh you know i'm always thinking about them i was i was uh you know when i was a diet and i was or at the beginning of my diet i would drive every other week to visit them or my wife would drive here with the kids and um um, that you know, just to see them, but you know, you tend to get emotional, start thinking about them. But on the plus side, you know, you don't uh, have to, you know, really have to uh, do so much stuff, you know, which is good and bad, I should say. Right, so. right. I get it. Yeah. Um, uh, let me let me ask you. With uh, with the training and everything, that, that it will will it continue at the same intensity, or you're going to back off? You said you're going to go a little lighter for a while. Um, I took I took it last week off. Um, I'm gonna I, I'm taking this week easy. I'm gonna take next week easy, and then I'm gonna slowly, gradually increase. Um, I uh, I'm gonna this off season. I'm not gonna worry about size. I was uh, always obsessed with size. I you know, and I end up putting on fat. So um, what I'm going to do this year is uh, maintain my uh, leanness and um, not force myself to eat because I was forced eating so much this off season that I didn't enjoy any meals. Um, I, I was eating six to eight meals a day, and I didn't enjoy hamburgers or uh, a cheat meal or anything. So this off season, I'm planning to cut back my calories and then just, you know, cruise and just let my body want to be where it wants to be without the body fat. Because everybody says, you know, on season, I look like I'm 250, whereas off season, I'm 250, but I look 230. <laughs> so. Um, I gotta, I'm thinking about this. Generally, Vietnamese people are not overly muscular, wouldn't you say? I wouldn't say so. I'm taller than the most average, too. Would you you say, I mean, I'm trying to think, you might be the most muscular Vietnamese person on the planet. Is that possible? (laughs) If that's possible, that would be uh, great to know. That's that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. Any any listeners out there that can think of somebody, a Vietnamese person that's uh, Vietnamese uh, heritage or descent that that is more muscular than on here, you have to uh, write in to me and uh, let us know, because I'm trying to think. I I can't think of anybody, so... Um, well, I think Eric Bowie right now is uh, was the first Vietnamese to go pro, uh, but I don't know if he's still competing. I think I'm the only current one if he's not competing. Uh, and so, even 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 then, didn't he get his pro card as a middleweight or a uh, lightweight or something? His, uh, yeah, he got it as a middleweight, uh, uh, but he's what five two, five three, yeah, something like that. So uh, he's a uh, pretty strong, but um, I don't know how big he is. I never met him in person, so hard to say. But. Uh, um, 
I think, uh, you know, because I'm a little bit taller, I, I'm out of size him a little bit. Sure, sure. I think you got him beat. I think you got Eric beat. But um, <laughs> uh, give, give us a, a rundown of kind of your experience in Miami. Like, what, obviously, you're going there. You've got a lot of hopes uh, your dreams are on the line, basically. You know, you, you put everything into this thing. Run us through, like, uh, what it was like there in Miami and what it was like, you know, making your dream come true and, and getting your pro card. Uh, Miami was a great experience, actually. Um, prepping for this show, I came in with a lot of confidence. And due to USA, I look great. But there was a lot of stress factor, and um, I just didn't feel like I was 100%. And um, the support was there, but not the way it was for national. For the national, when I was prepping, everything flowed smoothly. And um, I, and plus, on top of that, I looked so much better. And I was like, if people thought I looked good at the USA being a runner-up, people are going to people are going to be surprised at the national because everyone was telling me if you bring the same package but at the at the USA final you're going to take your class at the national but what I did was I brought a new package I brought up my legs I brought up my back I brought up almost all my body parts and I uh, was browner fuller and my conditioning was uh, pretty spot on so um, so I knew uh, I was a little, I felt you know more comfortable knowing that I improved so much and um but other than that Miami was the best show ever and the national is the best show at, that I've ever been to so the way it was organized did you um did you was this the first time you've been to Miami yeah this is my first national and the first time being in Miami and I did have to say I have to say after my victory I went to Disney World <laughs> did you? Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> on, on two hours sleep. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was there with you? Drive here Orlando. <laughs> who, who was there with you? Who went with you to, to Disney World? Um, it couldn't be a greater win. Uh, my mom was there. My dad was there. My uh, two sisters there. My brother-in-law was there. Oh, wow. Um, my in-laws were there. Um, both in-law. My, my mother-in-law, father-in-law. Uh, my wife was there, and my two daughters were there. Wow! So not all of them could make it to the show, but in at the very end, um, for uh, for uh, the very end of the final, when I brought out the trophy, they were there, you know, and they were rooting, you know, they were, you know, it was just, you know, great, you know, it was a picture to remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll remember that forever, huh? <laughs> Well, that's that's great, man. That that is a good uh, that talk about a good uh, ending to a weekend, huh? And you get to go to Disney oh, yeah. World with the kids and everything after. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's really cool, man. That, that's a good story. Well, on uh, I, I got to thank you very much for coming on the show. I know we're going to see big things from you in the future. Actually, you know what? Before before I let you go, let me just ask you. At the very end, um, obviously, people know now that Todd Jewell won the overall. Uh, Todd is, uh-huh. is, a, is a, I mean, a bigger guy. You know, he's about six feet tall. I think he weighed in at two sixty five. So he's a he's a much bigger guy. Did you did you feel like you had him beat, or were you happy with the result? Did it not matter because you got your um, pro card? I'm I'm happy that I got my pro card. I thought it could have gone either way, and you know, uh, the judges went for his uh, overall size and look. Um, for you know, I, I actually did a photo shoot with uh, Todd, and he's a really good guy. He's really nice. Um, but uh, you know, 
you could, it could have gone either way. And for his uh, size and his shape, he actually does have a great shape. And, um, you know, I, he did, he deserved to win. And if it went my way, you know, you know, you could say either way. So, right. but uh, they went for him. So. Well, the the uh, the the goal of the whole thing, I'm sure, for you is to get the pro card because in reality, that's uh, that's really what, what what it comes down to. Uh, you know, Branch Warren didn't win the uh, his he won his class and didn't win the overall. So you know, same with Jay Cutler. Same with Jay Cutler, exactly. So it doesn't. It's not a. Uh, it's not always imperative to win the overall. It's more important, you know, what you do with it, right? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> so on, and keep on improving. Absolutely, on, I I can't wait to see you make your debut in August or whenever you decide to do it. I think you have a uh, a lot of potential, and uh, you're going to have a great future in the sport. And I'm sure I, I hope to have the uh, opportunity to continue interviewing in the future. Um, obviously, if you sign with somebody, this may be the only opportunity we get for a little while. But uh, <laughs> but so I, I wish you success. But I hope to get to interview you and in again in the future, my friend. That sounds good. Thank you very much. On if anybody wants to get in touch with you, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, if they want to sponsor you or anything like that, how do they get in touch with you? Um, uh, you can either email me at uh, my first and last name on when a n n g u y n two five six seven at yahoo dot com, or you could uh, Facebook me at uh, facebook dot com slash it's i There you go. So uh, definitely, uh, I'm sure there'll be people interested on. So um, look on up. 